The listeners really miss out not getting to hear our little synchronized clap that we do to sync up our recording because we remote record. Remember at the start how bad I was at clapping and now how competent I am at clapping, Chris? Uh, not really because um, claps kind of all sound the same through a, a phone line. But what I do think every time is that you'd be surprised how time laggy phone communication is because it seems instant when you're doing it. But when we do those claps, it's I always hear your clap. Like I clap in the room and then it's like a full second later that I hear yours. I feel betrayed. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, yeah, I want the fans to, I want the listeners to, no fans. I, th- I think we can fairly say that um, to uh, contact us and say whether they think this is more an issue of phone leg or more just uh, a, um, in a, you know, a, a glaring deficiency in my clapping ability. Um, based or on my auditory processing. Mm, man. Really, it's surprising that anything goes right, considering all the variables in life. And that's why we're doing what we can uh, to uh, offer greater tools towards uh, the um, facilitation of society. Um, and on that, no- on that notion, uh, we should pick an idea. Chris, I mean, uh, you're part of the podcast. Do you have any thoughts of what <laughs> we could rank today? No, but I was just thinking, I really like the idea that this whole podcast is just an exercise so that we can slowly massage society to being uh, ideal in a way that leads to us having better tools for recording the podcast. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, remember the first posit you made when you came to me and was like, let's do a podcast was let's do a podcast. So, you know, the, the, the way my brain works, I'm like, well, how do we optimize that premise? I feel like even that is too um, specific. I feel like I started bringing it to you with the idea of like, Nick, I think you should be on a podcast. In fairness, that was more it. <laughs> yeah. Was, what an evil... Man, that is, there's some real like sinister evil vizier... <laughs> Reimagining, re- yeah. recounting. No, no, like like just a character moment, just being like, yes, Nick. Yeah. Oh, oh, Nick. You, oh, you, yeah. You, oh, I, I, I find your opinions when verbalized so compelling... Uh, I'm sure others would too. You've got like a big drapey cape on. (laughs) Oh, you simply mustn't listen to the other podcasters in the public (laughs) sphere. They don't know anything. They don't know. If it could just be you. It could just be you. Think of the power. (laughs) And look how powerful we are now. We are actually like, we're about to do episode 100 after this one and we're going to do it as a live show. I don't know, like uh, it's definitely not going to be useful to tell you now because this episode will almost certainly be out after the live show. But um. Uh, for those who have already been to the live show and got to hang out with us in space and be a part of the thing, um, hi. But, uh, yeah, the other power we have um, is to take as long in this teaser section as we like to decide in an idea. So, Chris, I mean, look, we can just, like, we can start to kick around ideas or not, but we could digress into any direction if that we like, really. Um, because What, the what about an idea? The Vizier idea has got me into thinking about... Um like, what, what about the idea of, like, mentorship or protege or um, mm. assistance or, you know, like some, like, those sort of formalised roles of um, of the social relationships of exchanging knowledge? Yeah, um, Is there a, a larger capture of that? Yeah. Yeah, what's the big one? Teaching? So, yeah, I mean, we haven't, because, yeah, we've done, we've done academia a while back, but it's, like, teaching is so much more, like. Very um, different. Yeah, very different, much bigger. Yeah, yeah, love it. Sometimes commotion, sometimes the commotion. Rank ideas. Take them to the bank ideas. 
Welcome everyone to the Rank Ideas podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and I'm joined as always by Nick Deladovic, and we're on our quest to rank every human idea on an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today, we're going to be putting somewhere on that continuum the concept of teaching. Nick, what's teaching? Let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild list. The state that's Drew Barrymore in Never Been Kissed. Um, we're going to do um, <laughs> teaching today, and the definition of teaching is... Transmission, I guess the functional bit of it is transmission of um, information or experience or how to do things to from one person uh, or persons to another person or persons. It feels like it's got one of the uh, quickest definitional handles of anything that we've ranked like a um, in terms of the basics. But I guess there's a lot of um, there's there's a huge amount of uh, kind of valence and um sort of uh, magical thinking and sort of drama and stakes put into the idea of teaching and the teaching role in society. Um, it is, it's something that sort of not just as a mechanical process, but as something like critically important and as something, you know, noble, heroic, beautiful to do. Um, uh, what else am I missing? No, nothing. And I think it's, um, you know, when ideas are, um, as neat as that, it's a sign that they're at least mapped to the concept that they're used for well, um, which doesn't mean that they're necessarily good ideas, but it is um, the, it is one of the metrics by which we uh, are harsh on ideas if they're, if they're very poor in that mapping. Um, and I think, uh, like, the first instinct, and I'm sorry because this is so often the one that I think of is first, is, like, you know, is this something that occurs, um, you know, in, in inverted commas, naturally? Like, it, you know, is, is it... Is, is it a concept that exists because we have created a structure for it and how does the creation of the structure of, of the idea, not the, not the structure of teaching, but the idea that teaching is something that exists, um, how does that change our relationship to it? I, I think um, I think it's something, like it's definitely something that, you know, like you like you always say and I always love to hear, you know, we're a, we're a, we're a hive mind, you know, we're a, we're a, a group organism mm. um, as a species and that requires the transmission of knowledge one way or another, um, and, you know, uh, because of our um, high, you know, relative to um, the observed behaviour of other um, species that we share life with, um, our, our capacities, our outlier strong capacities in certain areas uh, requires and is built off of uh, language and um, you know, body, both body and verbal. Um, we have, uh, you know, great capacity to transmit information between each other and that's only been augmented by things like writing and now you know crazy with the internet etc um and uh it's kind of hard to think of it as something that's necessarily different from what would be happening if there were just two people trying to achieve a thing together and they couldn't even talk to each other um Mm. as a principle but it's also hard to think of as something other than an extraordinary uh good um uh, in that uh, it it uh, massively increases your power to um, for that uh, group organism to achieve things. Um, I think the, the the obvious downsides and risks come from the acculturation of teaching as something that um, you know because we can't because we're not very good at mapping the the limits of things um, instinctively or even with, with data we're not very good at it in some areas mm. and uh, one of those areas um, is understanding the limit the, the limits to which something that we experience as good is not universally good or, or uh, you know whatever proxy you want to use for good positive you know you, of, of utility etc um, and so there's you know the as long as you have um, the 
the virtues of, of teaching um, upvoted, so to, so to speak, you're going to have this, like, uh, you have to be wary of the scope creep um, of the, the halo effect where we give uh, people who hold certain knowledge a station that is uh, not accordant with the limits of that knowledge or... Um, mm or the limits of the utility of being one who can impart that knowledge. Uh, and I think that's something you see a lot, um, uh, both both at, you know, personal, uh, local community and, you know, uh, international level. Um, but I think that that, you know, like, I'm really sorry for racing through the idea like this, but I, re I really think that the limits of that, like the, you know, where you do sort of see, you know, the worst of that behavior, like, you know, guru sort of culture where somebody, you know, say, um, sorry to always pick on Wim Hof. I'm not, um, but you know, he's really good at, he can take, um, it. Pu pushing his body past, you know, most people's physical limits and, um, really good at being in cold water and, you know, um, really good at stretching. And then the domain creep of that will, will lead to people, um, you know, reorienting their lives to, to, um, lesser to, to elements that perhaps he doesn't know what he's talking about or perhaps um or, or maybe he doesn't even claim to but um you know he does certain behaviors so you'll do them as well and they, they may not serve the outcome that you're hoping um that's sort of you know there there are, there are far more uh, uh villainous examples you could pick for for guruism or for um or for that scope creep where uh you know say you're um you know where, where, where that leads to cults and and things like that yeah um which like, sorry, the worst, like the worst of cults, like the uh, like the the stereotypical ideas of cults, where you know somebody, even even sorry to pick on the Scientologists again. I'm not really. I don't know why I would have that disclaimer, but um, you know, like you go in for you know a personality check and you feel seen and heard and somebody cares about you and suddenly like oh wow, I should pay this person two thousand dollars a month or whatever because they've they're healing me because I've had this basic need that I haven't had met met. Um, you know that that that's a sort of outlier risk, but I really think that that's mitigated by um, the best stuff that we have in the list, and um, you know, wanting good mappings of truth and understanding um, as much as we have them, and pursuing them. And I think that uh, teaching is going to rank very high. I think, uh, yeah, on two bases, I reckon one is that a the first thing you said, which is that it is just an observable function and fact of how humans um, exist um, for whatever. You know, I mean, again, I'm I'm always less into the evolutionary evolutionary psychology lens, but factually, various evolutionary pressures on humans have meant that we like we're not we're we are creatures that divest a lot of the of our developmental process into a group organism teaching model. As in, you know, humans are born fairly, um, in you know, for, uh, relatively at the mercy of um, peer and par parental and teaching support. Um, so that's that until, until such a time as, um, our organism is radically changed, which could happen. And you couldn't, you couldn't conceive of a human society that's existed that hasn't had it either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Regardless of its technological state or environmental surroundings. That's it. Yeah. And again, you could, you know, you could easily imagine, you know, like technological adjustments to humans as an organism yeah. that, that would, um, render teaching redundant but that's what it would take it would take like an absolute paradigm shift in terms of the nature of what our organism is and how it is how it is how it is shaped um so uh it's you know outside it's of either that, the removal of our, of two-thirds of our brain or the um 3d printing of our entire existence that's right <laughs> that's how extreme it would have to be exactly and so the um yeah and so and and so the second thing you said which is that it's a idea which l like many ideas on the list is very hackable into its best self by the relative placement of other ideas above or below it um it feels a particular case of that as in 
um, uh, you know, if, if I look at our current, I, uh, current fourth highest idea, number four on the list story, which is an idea that we just, um, like when we did that episode, most of, most of our diagnoses of the modern outcomes of stories was, um, horribly cost laden with like most stories, most of the time suck and are damaging, but still they are like teaching. They are, it's like story is a, um, demonstrably like integral part of human interaction, um, and existence. And also all of the things that all of the horrible ideas that are trend, everything that is horrible about it is horrible ideas being trans transmitted through it. So if you rank yeah, the ideas yeah. lower, you're chill. And then if we look at stuff like, um, that we have had, uh, that we do. So an idea we have ranked relatively high still at number 20 is the idea of authority. And I mean, when we, when we did the authority episode, we talked about the costs and benefits of having, uh, persons identified and formulated and recognized as, um, you know, uh, as, uh, as being worthwhile to place in a situation of being the one to tell you what is up, um, being the person to make rulings, being the person to, um, make determinations or to transmit information. So, um, clearly we were, even though we recognized a lot of cost there, a lot of risk in terms of, um, uh, just the simple fact that, you know, you can make like the choice of who, who you select is either going to be, is, is going to be, um, always a mix of benefits and costs and, uh, sometimes can be very cost laden, sometimes can be a catastrophic choice. Um, we were still fairly high on the idea of protecting the idea of, um, earned or vest earned authority more than vested authority. And, uh, yeah. and by earned, I, very just mean, high like, on. I just mean like you are, the authority comes from recognizing something specific about that person's knowledge or expertise, which is, um, I feel like teaching can be an even more mundanely chill version of that where you can be like, Oh, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to teach it? Um, then you, then, <laughs> then under the right circumstances you will get to. And then the other things you were talking about, Chris, um, uh, in terms of the, the, you know, guru culture, we haven't ranked gurus per se yet, but we have ranked genius and we've ranked it relatively low not not in the absolute garbage zone but out of nearly 100 we ranked ideas, cults as well we ranked cult and cults was like i was going to say that yeah we had 20 hold on, 20 30 40 uh cults is currently 57 and again the reason it's not lower is because we actually you know for us the idea of cults had some utility to it because what you know to rank the idea of cults isn't to rank whether or not there should be cults it's to rank whether or not there should be a formulation of what cults are in your mind and we found yeah. that that actually yeah. did have some good utility to be on is even to just to be on guard or to be cautious in your formulation of and a, a kind of irreplaceable elements of utility yes exactly and um and then genius we have uh down at number hold on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventy-two Wait, out of. I uh, couldn't help but notice, and I thought of you straight away because the Kanye documentary is called Genius, and I was like, "Oh, Nick's, oh, Nick's going to love that." So good, yeah. And you know, case and Genius was one of our earliest episodes. I think it was in our first ten episodes. We took aim at it pretty, pretty hard. Like in terms of again, and I'd say if we ranked gurus, that would be much lower. Genius is still. Yeah. We were, you know, Genius yeah. wasn't outright garbage in every way. The idea, like, there was there was some fun- Because geniuses aren't automatically given domain authority over everything. And that's what guru, that's what guruism is. It's, it's much more an example of that scope creep. Yes, that's that's a great point, Chris. Yeah, a, a genius can be recognized to just be a genius in their field. In, term, in, in, in fact, there's plenty of narrative around this, the scatterbrain genius who is a genius in the, the field, but who shouldn't be listened to about, you know, where, how to get a bus across town. Whereas, as you say, the interesting- 
the idea of the guru or you reliably uh, takes an idea of someone who has proved their efficacy in one field and then gets to hold forth on all fields. And so, I mean, and it's it's, it's just hilarious, observable. I mean, tragic, but uh, uh, worth observing that, like, basically every time you have, um, you know, a, a male guru figure in charge of a large organization, it 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 devolves or evolves or emerges uh, into a, an organization that surrounds everybody having some sort of um, labor and sexual function to deliver mm-hmm. to that to that guru at the head of it. It's like astonishing to see how um, what, what a repeated pattern that is yep. in, in in sort of the deepest of guru culture, like the the most so buy-in. reliable, like just the reliable, yeah, so yeah, reliable, yeah. Re- reliably the case in a way that is yeah. Uh, hilarious and confronting and sobering. It's very sad to see the gap when people, um, you know, because reality is a is a reckoner um, very often. Yes. Um, and, yeah, when people, yeah, have to close that gap. I mean, what did I recently see? The, it, 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 the ti- Tiger King. Did you watch Tiger King? I did watch Tiger King. Yeah, remember that that guy? I mean, I mean, both of them were uh, the, the two major Tiger Zoo uh, figures with that. And, um, you know, they, they had their legitimacy from... You know the, the, how much they care for the environment, and love these animals, and you know had had established a way to, you know, you know. I mean, they just had all these narrative forms for what they were doing, and yeah. it's just just like literally step two: sexually abuse everyone that's around you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's astonishing, astonishing how common it is. And then yeah, as I mean, you know, we've already ranked just general aristocracy low, and um, yeah, uh, when it comes time to rank tiger aristocracy, it's going to do even worse. <laughs> but the um. Uh, but yeah, unless the, it's unless it's rule of tigers, it's true. Oh, actually, yes, a tiger aristocracy. It's coming. The idea of um, in Japan, they have the chrysanthemum throne. <laughs> chrysanthemum throne. Is, is, that, it, is that what it is? Chris. Uh, his name's Chris Anthemum, and yeah, he's, oh yeah, sure. He's he's uh, he's he's a benevolent dictator. Uh, not a lot of people know about him, and um, that's that's to be respected. He doesn't seek the spotlight. Cool. All right. So, like, we've almost full digressed into ranking gurudom. So, um, uh, which we could we could pivot. But I, you know, it's it's a it's a useful it's a useful off ramp. Yeah, I mean, we I we get so. back on now. But it's a useful one because, uh, but it's also a useful one to dismiss as a concern in this because it's as I said, as I said from the very definition, teaching is a well mapped concept to to what exists. I guess the question of like. You know, is it is it watertight? I think I think yes. I think that I think the transmission of information, um, you know, that's what teaching looks like, and I think that that's that is not only something that is going to happen anyway, and is an essential um, part of uh, you know our civilization, our our, our um, interrelating our, our very our existence at kind of every level, but it's also um, a really rewarding one. I, I, I don't know if uh, I'm sure everyone. Uh, who's a listener um, has had the chance to teach something. Um, you know, if you think of um, even just in the last week, I'm sure you've taught someone something, and it's such an incredibly intrinsically rewarding thing for most of us to do. And as is as is learning something that you're interested in, it's 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 deeply um, it's deeply nourishing. And um, and uh, like you know, we have a cult like the first cultural conception of teaching is like, oh, that means school and that means a teacher and all those things. But of course, absolutely, it it doesn't. Um, um, uh, I wanted to say that ants have teachers. That like ants have been observed to. Um, I'm not sure if it's all ants, but ants have been observed to like send someone to go show a, a, a junior ant how to do something, and that that that's their entire role in that process. There's no like other resource gain for the for the hive. It's just to to communicate knowledge, and without the capacity to do that, we are absolutely lost. Like, and the more that we do it, the better we are, because um, as a hive species, as a um, group organism. 
um, and with you know the the I've 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 seemed to be lately taken in this podcast to discussing the limits of our individual perception um, and our capacity to yes. understand reality. Th- those are those are really significant across the species. They're really significant as a collective, obviously, based on the, all the problems we um, you know struggle to navigate. But uh, as an individual, you're incapable of navigating so much of the world. Um, and even even if you you know highly intelligent and have access to a lot of information, if you don't have access to other people and um, and and the capacity to to at least exchange ideas with them or exchange experiences, let alone like uh, assume that they are able to obtain knowledge in areas that you don't have and then impart that, you, you're lost. Like you, you're completely lost and you're, you're going to be incapable of navigating the um, the material realities that are going to occur in your life. And the, the more um, the more we have of these exchange, teaching exchanges and the more um, we, uh, I guess, revere those types of exchanges. I just think the more robust the individual and the society, and I think that they're, um, as I said, they're things that will happen anyway, but um, they're, I'm, I'm really thinking top three for this. Like I, I, I wouldn't have thought it when I suggested it teaching at the start. I thought, oh yeah, that sounds pretty good, but I, I can't, I, I potentially even have it above story in my conception. I don't know. Are you ready to reach for the list? Do you, do, do I'm you have pretty any... ready. The, yeah. The one, the okay. one thing I would say before we go, uh, which I think will just bolster it further is, um, because I love what, cause again, when we, when we were in the opening teaser, we got, we got to, this is the super idea, um, by going through ideas like more kind of localized ideas, like mentorship or coaching or proteges, all of which would be interesting to rank individually at, at some point, because all of them are a kind of mix of costs and benefits in terms of like the, um, yep. the sort of gravitas the or the sort of, uh, character narratives that are put into the ro- into those roles. And what I like, yeah, because they don't exhaustively map, which is, which where they come it. with risks. That's it. Yeah. Whereas teaching, just the basic transmission of trans- of information through a process, like a like an enacted process, I guess that's the other thing. Um, for me, the the thing that I really like about um, the th- the thing that I like as as my imagined best formulation of it is one that allows its um it allows the imperfect nature to be baked in and celebrated as well. I mean, yeah. Well, how else would you learn it that, about the imperfections? <laughs> exactly. Both of, I mean, all of the, like the stakes of Gurudan, the stakes of mentorship, the stakes of protege as ideas are all about, oh, this is being posited as something that's going to work. Whereas teaching is the, it's the only way anything works, but also it's an experimental process that's um, constantly in train, uh, the same as evolution, the same as human history. And um, yeah, I mean, both of my, uh, jobs, both of the jobs I do for money, are essentially teaching roles. Like I do, um, you know, strength and conditioning and wrestling coaching at one job. And I do, um, creative producing artist development work in my other job. Like work at both of them. I'm like, um, they're not like, they're not teaching. Teaching doesn't necessarily cover everything that I do in both those roles, but a lot of the majority of what I'm doing is just trans enacting a process to transfer information about how to do things or how to try and do things. And I'm sure this is something I've talked to you about at length in the past, but that's how I see artistic practice as well. So even mm. your, um, you know, your, your free time, you don't have any free time, but it, you know, it, you fill your time with, you know, artistic practices as well that mm. are absolutely about a form of teaching. Um, you know, even this, even this podcast, which is not, uh, you know, this is not an educational podcast. This is, you know, we're not claiming to be authorities or anything. I think it still is a teaching one because, uh, for, for me, it's, it's a, it's an exercise that demonstrates that, oh, you know, um, any 
you, you could be a layperson and sit down and interrogate the ideas that frame your life and, you know, question, uh, question them and talk about them and try and define them and understand them relative to each other. That's, that's the lesson, you know, like every, we, can, we can all have this dialogue about anything all the time. Anyone can do it and here's one way it might yeah. be done. And yeah, and I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's the thing, particularly, you know, like sport and the arts are two particular zones where if I'm giving people, if I'm trying to teach people tools, I'm just trying to, I'm very specifically trying to teach them tools that they can use to try to do things. And I, and to me, yep. that's been a really useful um, formulation if for no other reason than to just tamp down my sense of stress about, am I a good teacher? Am I doing okay? And obviously I will still keep stressing about that and be conscientious about it because I like to be trying to do a good job at, at with things and to take care of people and to at least be at least have be knowledgeable about the things that I'm being posited in the spaces knowledgeable about I would say that there's no doubt that 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 um that self-questioning uncertainty at the limits of one's own knowledge or the limits of knowledge generally are the marks of a good teacher because that they teach that you know that is the most one of the most important things to impart which is that um you know, I, you know, one may seem, it may seem that people know everything about something or that an individual is certain about something and they're correct. But, uh, you know, the, my experience is, you know, is, is not, um, that does, that doesn't scan across things. Like, I think that's one of the most important lessons to give. In fact, um, I'm going to post from our Facebook group, a, um, a, a speech by uh, Jamie Freestone that he gave at the ANU, um, as uh, the graduate ceremony, he was asked to come, come back and speak. And he, he gave a sort of, uh, to, to, to arts graduates, he gave a sort of, um, mm. uh, what is it? It's like an ode to a kind of uncertainty, but the importance of still turning up and trying to interrogate and learn things. It was really good. But I think that, that you know, that that taught me the, the, the benefits of that. And I think, you know, if I, if I think of a bad teacher, it's one who's absolutely certain about everything that they say and tells you with extreme authority that they're correct about everything. Like that, that doesn't feel like a, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think that that's, that, that in itself is, is a risk that's born that's uh you know it doesn't speak to the the merit or otherwise of what we're talking about yeah and it's and again it is it's you're right though it's been a helpful thing for me to present to people that i'm offering teaching resources to or, or directly teaching like it's being able to model the uncertainty of the process and model my own self-interrogation as i'm doing it has been yeah. really helpful for me and i dare say it's it probably at least sometimes been helpful for them because it takes the stakes off of them as well, the idea of being like, oh, their their role in the space is not to perfectly learn something and then enact it perfectly or, you know, to succeed or fail at, at being taught. They're, they The only ask is for them to enact, um, is, is to um, interact with the learning process. Yes, it, it would be very, um, like a kind of Newtonian conception of teaching. It's like, oh, teaching is where a teacher imparts, you know, a, a, say one cubic pink block that is then completely <laughs> yeah. ingested by the student. Like that's, we all know that that's not, you know, that doesn't scan to anyone's experience of anything. You know, we're not, we're not files that are downloading and uploading. Um, that's it. Information as in that literal communication sense. But yeah. Um, and that's, and this getting, getting to that articulation, you know, as many people as maybe listening to it, to us and being like, yeah, duh. It does seem like, a you know, that unit block ideation sometimes seems to be a bit, you know, a bit of a, a place where people end up when they're thinking about education, for instance. So, well, it creeps in, especially once once assessment is you know included, as though you can assess all the things that you know are being imparted with utility or exactly. And yeah, yeah so the flow on effect of communicating, yeah, the information. But yeah, so even just getting to that makes it feel really worthwhile to have uh, spoken about and now to rank. So, humor me, Chris. Just because we've got the time, I'll um, burn from the top of the list and I'll go down to number twenty. And um, yep. 
just to give, yeah, just because I think it could be good for the listening experience to. Yeah, no, no, it could also be well be. Let's have a see. Yeah. But uh, twenty being authority, which I feel like um, that's the that's the comfortable that's a comfortable floor for me. I feel like as much as we as much nice things as we said about authority, I'm feeling like this is a high ranker. I love authority, but we get a much better version of authority, but with the communication of information. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Cool. We love authority. Coming down from number one, uh, sharing is number one. And then at the moment we have friendship, jokes, story, generosity, self-awareness, hanging out, cooperation, adaptability, criticism, limits, creativity, history, rules, art, consistency, competition, scientific method, true or false, authority. Goodness, there's some bangers in there. Yeah. What, a, what a set list. It's real What jumped good. out for you? I thought maybe it needs to go b- uh, above limits and beneath criticism, but I'm not sure um, because there is a um, there's kind of a magical flavor at the very top of our list. Um, or there's a magical flavor throughout, but mm. um, it seems to be more present in the really, really good or really, really bad ideas, which is uh, not only does it have this great utility and not only is it, um, you know, really... Uh, uh, important thing to have but it's it's it it feels good to be a part of like yeah yeah and that's kind of why story is so high up because like you know okay oh wow we live in a perfectly functioning society but i have no we can't connect the abstract across you know each other or like you know who cares like i don't want to i don't want to live in an ant hive exactly it's a yeah as you said human hive (laughs) there's a transcendental flavor and then i would say the other things the the other thing that i really like about some of the top ranking lists and this is very you know of this is long-term listeners will know this is very me, um, is stuff that just, just tools, tools that create huge potential for calibration and adjustment and, Mm, um, and, and check in. And so for me, I'm, I'm, I really was looking at a similar space because to me, the thing that like the big idea that's still feeling like it, it really value adds teaching to have over the top of it is, um, adaptability and then a few yeah and yeah. then a few things above that like generosity and self-awareness um even hanging out like i know that sounds that might be counterintuitive but i think i i to me hanging out over teaching is a huge uh, value add to teaching like because again mm-hmm. because it's a it's mm-hmm. a resistance to that newtonian idea of like okay what is the it takes a fit it 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 um is it uh, sticks up for the idea of inefficiency in the process? I defy you to hang out to just do hanging out for ten years without inco- without that default, including a lot of teaching. Like, exactly. Like, you know, like like I, th- I think I think the 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 thing that's separating it here, like it, you know, where I talked about the magical flavor and you said transcendence, it really is. Um, it's about the. Um, the overall, like if you look at the top of the overall list, it, you know, so much of it is about, you know, being able to understand information, calibrate, but also a lot of it is about closeness in, in your own life to it mm-hmm. and in each other's lives, um, which, you know, sort of uh, snowballs for all those things to be better. And I think that this is one of them, but also the idea is that better, um, that even more closely scan to being able to have that closeness, togetherness, um, exchanging of, um, you know, life um, and mutual enrichment of life, you know, that that is the transcendent like that like that's that's the special source or whatever that um you know uh is is present at even higher rates in hanging out in um sharing yeah. because because what is teaching but sharing but uh well you know sharing is that and more um and and you know that that yeah that 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 mystery glue is at a higher rate in sharing yeah. than yeah. is in teaching um 
though teaching is yeah this is this is a really good it's a really good idea to unpack i just would never have i would never have thought it would be this high I was almost sure, I was like, oh, we'll start with the idea of teaching and then we'll adjust it to whatever is the less dry version of the idea. But no, yeah, it's been yeah. it's been great. And, okay, you could say, you know, like, oh, you know, the this evil book taught me how to poison kindergarten kids, but Jesus taught me why that was wrong, you know? <laughs> Sorry to reveal your, your coming memoirs. <laughs> I mean, you know, the literal, this, like, I, I was taught uh, right and wrong by my one true chosen monarch, the literal Tiger King. Who is the Tiger King? Who <laughs> yeah, is Tiger King, who is a literal tiger. <laughs> what a disappointing documentary that was to turn on in the first minute and exactly. realise there wasn't a single single mention of Suresh, That's our Tiger right. King. Oh no, his name's Chris Anthonym. He's the literal Tiger oh, King. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> tying all the threads together. Shout out if you're listening. <laughs> Shout out if you're listening, literal Tiger. So below adaptability, um, having it above limits. Interested in your t- so there's. I definitely think it's above... Yeah, I love it. I love it. Adaptability really does protect the risk of the worst of teaching. Yeah. So, the one that's in between those two that we just have to decide higher or lower, which is oddly comp- comparable, is um, criticism. I think higher. I think criticism yeah. Criticism is, is a form of teaching, but it's a process within it. Look, teaching is better with criticism. Absolutely. Mm-hmm-hmm. Criticism better with teaching? Yes, but criticism can still be imparted through story or yeah. sharing or any, anything else. Yeah. I, I think it's I, I think it's the perfect spot, Nick. And I'm shocked that we found it. I'm shocked that yet again we found so that actually so for those who um find this this sort of uh rounds symbolism comforting, it's the new number ten coming in um Excellent. Yeah, below number nine, which is adaptability. Um and that's feeling really good. Yet again we've done it. Wow, Chris, it's just always such a wonderful thing to do to get to uh, work our way through these. Oh, sorry, I'm just yeah. I'm just having a little bit of my list, just thinking about, so, with, you know, the, the other thing we're going to have to work out over the next week here in the past of the listenership um, is how we're going to visually represent the whole list so far at our live episode. I have no doubt it will be panicked writing on paper yep. 20 minutes before the show. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Just, I mean, just surely Gang Gang will let us just write on their wall with them. Um, yeah, well, they led the other graffiti up in there. Any, exactly. any sort of nonsense. <laughs> Art, okay. they call it. Ugh. Not in my top 10. Art, is it? They, no. Art, they call it. Uh, no, it's, it's only in the top 20. No. Terrific. Okay. Well, see you next episode in person, Nick. See you next episode in person, Chris. Great. Can't wait. There's lotion, there's lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank out